You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, God, I love you guys. Seriously, the, the outpouring of support through Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show has been incredible. As many of you know, you can support this show for as little as five bucks a month. We've got a tier for every budget, and it makes a huge difference. This show is powered by you. This is your show. Whether it's the sponsors or whether it's you, the individual, this show stays on the air Monday through Friday all year long. Thanks to all of our individual sponsors, subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show is where you can go to sign up and support this broadcast. That's right. If you want to download the show as a podcast, it's also available bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. You guys can check that out today. Also, make sure you uh, hit a thumbs up, a like, a favorite, a follow on all of your favorite podcast platforms. All right. Good morning, everybody. How we doing? How is everybody? Happy Monday. Oh, my God. It's August 14th, 2023, and we are out here grinding. Didn't really stop working. Shout out to my meme team who doesn't work or doesn't rather take days off from work on the weekends at all. As a matter of fact, I would argue that the weekend is when the meme team works harder than anybody in MAGA. They outwork everybody. And I'm always in awe because I wake up Monday morning knowing I'm going to be flooded with content that I'm going to have to try and sift through and figure out which order it goes in. Crazy, crazy weekend. Iowa State Fair weekend. Shout out to Team Trump. Crushing it. In Iowa, a bad day to be a meatball. My God, Friday night disaster. They thought no one would find out. We did. Saturday night disaster. Trolled into oblivion. Sunday fucking morning disaster. They hid Rod from the public, gave him a day off. Unfortunately, that's when the media was covering all of the shenanigans from Friday and Saturday. What an absolute unmitigated disaster the Iowa State Fair has been for Rod DeSantis rather Rick DeSantis I don't think I I fucking forgot to grab that clip Lauren can you send me our Rick DeSantis clip honey I totally spaced it thank you I knew I was forgetting one clip and I forgot our Rick DeSantis I'm gonna assume this is a Dilly 300 member until somebody corrects me but this has to be this has got to be a Dilly 300 person because this was exactly what we talked about on Thursday and Friday. I asked you guys to do exactly this and someone did it. So shout out to him. Uh, oh, you already sent it to me? Then maybe I have it. I just didn't get a chance to sort it. I got overwhelmed. I got overwhelmed. I got a lot of shit. Uh, big weekend. Horrific weekend for people in Hawaii. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, my God. The fucking establishment is trying to take your land. They did the same bullshit down in the Caribbean when they stole Puerto Rico. They bankrupted the uh, the island, thrust it deep into a depression, 40% unemployment at one point. 
They uh, got rid of the number one industry in Puerto Rico, which was the pharmaceutical industry, specifically Viagra. They uh, removed those uh, giant uh, factories and everything else. And then the Democrats went in there in the mid-2000s and started, started buying up all of that oceanfront property for pennies on the dollar. We've seen this before. We're seeing it again. Then we go back to uh, Hawaii where we've got massive fires breaking out uh, and the establishment essentially sitting on its hands. $200 million more in weaponry sent to Ukraine this morning. Not a goddamn thing sent to Hawaii. Where was the fucking National Guard while Hawaiians were floating and drowning in the water off of the island of Maui? I do not fucking know. What an absolute travesty. An embarrassment to America. And all Biden has to say is no comment. Fuck you, motherfucker. We fucking hate your fucking guts. You're an illegitimate president. You should have never gotten into office, you cunt. And now you're letting good Americans burn and their fucking homes essentially burnt to rubble. They're left with nothing. And all you fucking villainous twats are sitting there licking your chops waiting to take that land. I've seen this fucking movie before. Fuck you. It ain't going out like that. Uh, we're not going down like that. Stay lit. Stay fucking fired up on this one. Do not let this mother <coughs> this motherfucker off the hook. Telling you right now. We're going to talk about that today. I'm not going to be showing you a bunch of death and destruction. Not my deal. If you guys want to see the fires, you want to see the destruction, you can go for it. I won't be the one to put it in your head. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lit Monday. We're going to talk about a lot of this stuff. Um, pretty incredible, the, the juxtaposition between how Democrats treat Democrats. Don't get it twisted. The motherfuckers burning in Hawaii are fucking Democrats. They don't give a fuck. If you thought it was a partisan thing, the way they treat you, you're dreaming. Hawaiian Island fucking hates white people and they fucking hate Republicans and Trump supporters. Don't get it twisted. This is Democrats, and this is how they treat other Democrats, like fucking cattle. Do you understand me? There's a, it's fucking cattle. They're like, we don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. One of the bluest states in the entire country, and they're like, ah, eh, let it burn. Fuck them. Fuck them. We don't care. The only people showing sympathy and concern for the well-being of a bunch of fucking blue dog Democrats are Republicans. Flat out. Where are these people? The celebrities all on the sidelines because they're, they're licking their chops waiting to snatch some fucking land in Maui. Unreal, dude. Unreal. You thought it was just you. You guys thought when there were big fires in rural America, oh, they're not helping because it's conservatives. You thought the Ohio train disaster, oh, they're not helping because it's conservatives. They fucking hate all of you the same. You're the same to them. You're nothing. You're not a fucking Republican or a Democrat. You're a fucking plebe. You're in the way. They don't view you as one of theirs. None of these uniparty twats do. And that's why the Democrats let these fucking Democrat voters in Hawaii burn up to shit and still haven't lifted a finger to help them. That's why. Don't ever fucking get it twisted. This is a harsh, harsh eye-opener for the state of Hawaii and all of those islanders. Because it's Democrats in control of your state, 
Democrats in control of your islands, Democrats in control, in control of your local municipalities, Democrats in control of your federal government and federal response, Democrats in charge of fucking FEMA right now, and Democrats are letting all of you burn and all of your homes fucking burn. Don't ever get it twisted about who hates you more than anybody. It's the establishment, both sides of the aisle, but in this case, especially Democrats. We're going to cover all of it today. I had a big show. I got a lot to say. My voice feels good. I'm excited. Tons of memes. All right. I think I'm going to I'm gonna have to tell Randy to get with Hales. Let me see. Yeah, just so I got it. Okay, so here's the story. Uh, shirt ordering is done. Randy, uh, I need you to reach out to Hales so you guys can uh, sort out exactly. We got sizes, but I have fucking no clue. She's telling me there's duplicates or something. I don't know. Yeah, get on Telegram, get with Hales. You'll figure it out. It'll take two minutes. Shirt ordering is done. So that's the pre-order, everybody. So everybody fucking calm down. Where's my shirt? Where's my shirt? Your shirt's not here yet. Just calm down. It's not here, okay? Everybody ordered shirts. There's a pre-order. And so next, I'm going to pay for the shirts. I will then send over the uh, numbers, which I just have done. And then at that point, they will commence the print. It'll take about two weeks or so. And then once we have them, we will immediately begin shipping to you. So you have your shirts. So that's, yeah, that's how this works, all right? That's how it works. But uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're going, we're going strong. How are you guys doing? You guys have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. It's, um, it's a whirlwind. I don't, I pretty much am working seven days a week right now. Uh, and I try to steal time. Last week, I stole some time, right? Got to go golfing. I worked, I worked, but I went golfing both days. That was nice. Little break. But we are, we are in the thick of this thing. We're almost through the primary. And I'm saying that because President Trump's opening up an even wider lead. And this is before the Georgia indictment, which is probably coming down this week. This is before that indictment. President Donnie J surging, as you'd expect, DeSantis fading fast, down to third place in most national polls, also at 10%, which we are on the verge of single digits. He fucking sucks. He's a shitty candidate. His team sucks. They all know it. The demoralization is real. We have absolutely bludgeoned them into the point that they are imploding on social media and in real life. That's right. We got to talk about the alleged uh, Aaron Perrine situation communications lady for fucking one of the organizations over there, Team DeSantis, Team DeSantis I don't know which entity, and uh, Perrine getting herself into trouble Friday night with Jeff Rowe, both allegedly married, were getting shit-faced hammer drunk at a bar, allegedly, and started a ruckus, a fracas, if you will, with some young Trump uh, staffers because Perrine took exception with their hats. Sounds a little bit like Democrats, doesn't it? That's right. And then Jeff Rose, bitch ass, tried to step in, got upset when one of his own staffers tried to break up the fight and fired the guy on the spot. So I think we might have successfully psyop the fuck out of these people because they don't like being in the public eye, and now they don't have a choice. So we're going to talk about that on the show today, too, because there's a lot there. The Iowa fair was a fucking disaster for DeSantis. 
horrendous. He's walking around shaking hands and no one likes him. He's a dickhead. He is awkward, he is weird, and he doesn't have good answers. He's fake as fuck. And his staff seems to do the exact same thing. I'm noticing that this is a theme among DeSantards. I have no idea about people that support DeSantis. I'm not gonna speak to them. I think that most of those people are simply uh, low information voters who don't have enough awareness about what they're supporting. I will say this, DeSantis' surrogates, his staff, and everyone involved with his campaign seems to be degenerates. And I mean that in like the literal sense of the word. It is so fucking weird to watch a campaign that is full of uh, essentially drunks, drug addicts, swingers, so much so that he and the fucking governor of Iowa thought it was a good idea to put out a mug and a slogan that says, get shit done, and then proceed to drink. They both were out drinking. The fact that this guy is so casual going out, constantly filming himself, either gorging down food or hammering down beers while simultaneously his surrogates are getting into bar fights? Are you fucking kidding me? It's incredible. The lack of professionalism of any kind. For fuck's sakes, I'm not saying to be corporate, but just don't be a piece of shit. But these people can't stop. They can't stop drinking. They can't stop fucking each other. They can't stop stealing. They can't stop getting sued by other fucking entities. They can't stop destroying his career and their own. It's absolutely magical, to be honest with you. That's how the Iowa State Fair. You know, I feel this feels a little bit like that fucking one of Randy's favorite movies. Was it a, a, a Million Ways to Die in the West? Are you kidding me? It's like bad things happen at the fair. It's like, dude, I, I turn around and it's like everywhere you go, these people are doing something that is horrifically embarrassing to their candidate. That's incredible. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to knock out our Dilly in the Wild because we have a really great uh, edition of Dilly in the Wild. And then we're going to get into this DeSantis-Trump-Iowa thing. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. It is uh, a fucking riot. How you guys doing? You guys good? You guys good? Okay, good. You want to get into the meat and potatoes of this thing? It's fucking embarrassing. I hope everybody's prepared. It's been an awkward morning. It's been an awkward morning because this is the thing. Here's the thing. There's nobody that's gonna that's gonna come in, slide in my mentions or my team's mentions with that virtue signaling country and not get clapped. No one's safe. I don't give a fuck who you are. And I took it easy on, on a certain individual today that was way the fuck out of pocket last night and this morning. And it's not the first time I've seen him act like a fool. And I was kind of like, bro, you do one fucking thing. You stay in your goddamn lane, it's adorable. It's fucking cute what you do, but you stay the fuck over there, all right? You don't veer into my fucking lane. I will squash you like a goddamn bug. I'll end your whole shit, and it wouldn't be the first time, and I like the person, but he got out a little out over his skis, a little young, a little fucking mouthy, and I don't think he really understands the score, but he's not the first one. He won't be the fucking last one, and I see this all the time with virtue-signaling pussy-ass conservatives that want to come and tell me or my team how to conduct ourselves. The truth is, fuck you. Fuck you, you've mastered the art of failing. You don't know shit about where the public is standing right now. You don't understand where their, their, uh, the, the public's sentiment resides. You are completely underestimating just how much of the public 
hates the establishment on both sides of the aisle. We're not here to try and get your fucking approval. Nobody gives a fuck what your opinion is, okay? I've seen how you conduct yourselves. I've seen your virtue signaling bullshit before. No one gives a fuck. You are literally a fucking, you are a bug on my foot. You ain't shit. I don't want to hear from you people. And I don't give a fuck because this is not the only one. I had another fucking uh, Fox contributor, some cunt I've never heard of, trying to pull the same shit yesterday. He's trying to bash Laura Loomer. Oh, the optics. Optics, you dumb motherfucker. Optics. You think in the year 2023 that Donald Trump is going to lose a single motherfucking voter because of who he chooses to take pictures with or visit with? You're dumb as fuck, pal. Welcome to 2020 fucking three. It ain't 2018. Those rules are gone. Those rules are so fucking gone. It's comical that these establishment bitches still don't realize what time it is. You think that Donald Trump taking a photograph and spending time with one of his most passionate supporters, Laura Loomer, is somehow going to push away voters? You're a goddamn idiot, dude. And yet, this is what I'm getting. Whether it's that or the little fly on my fucking shoe from this morning who's whining about the fact that we cited liberal media when referencing stories about DeSantis. Nobody fucking cares, pal. You don't even understand. There's levels to this game. You're a fucking kid. You do, you do your cute little podcast and it's adorable. You're not on this fucking level. Just sit the fuck down. Stay over there, okay? Nobody's calling on you to save America at all, all right? Same with the fucking idiot from Fox. It's like, dude, you guys don't do, you don't move the fucking needle. You don't have a coalition that's following you depending on how you vote. Like, oh, well, how is he, how should I vote? What's this person saying? You're not that guy. You do little cutesy fucking entertainment shit. Shut the fuck up. Sit down over there. And the other guy, you're just a dinosaur. Like I told him, I go, it's quaint. You're dated. You're adorable. You still think you're relevant. You're not, you're shit. And I keep hearing this from so many of these people and we're going to steamroll all of them. There isn't a man on planet Earth that's going to put a leash back on this dog. I don't know what to tell you. The Dilly Meme team is not interested in following any establishment rules. That's not why we're effective. Period. And it has been a resounding rebuke of these people on social media. Because the American public is sick of this shit. They're sick of these fucking people. Nobody wants to be scolded by other adults anymore. Nobody wants to be told how to behave. It's one of the reasons that Kim Reynolds' video went so mega viral this weekend from Iowa because she was scolding some adults about noise they were making during a DeSantis speech. The problem wasn't that she was wrong about people being rude. The problem is how she went about it. It was embarrassing. And the fact that she thinks that she's in a position to speak down to other people who are simply voicing their, you know, what they feel. Now, the people were inappropriate. They were completely out of line. They were doing the cowbell shit. But that's not how you handle that. You need to have security, remove people. Hey, you got a loud fucking music, you know, you know, noise object. We're not going to allow you to do that and disrupt this speech, period. But her problem was she stood there trying to essentially berate fucking other Iowans who were pissed off, and it's a bad look. Nobody, nobody fucking gets to pull that crap with the American public anymore. Our voices are like the very last thing we've got before we go to a different level. And so watching her try and sit there and 
and stifle these people was comical. I'm like, wow, this looks so fucking bad. Like, I knew you were a bitch because you're disloyal, but now I know you're an actual fucking bitch who thinks you're in a position to tell other adults not to be to be loud. Comical. Dude, I, I, it's funny how much politicians don't realize how much we fucking hate them. We tolerate them because they are governing and lording over us. We only tolerate 90% of their stupid fucking speeches because they're lording over us and we all know these cunts are gonna essentially pull the strings on your economics and your lifestyle and fucking usurp everything you've built in your life if you piss them off. And so we all just tolerate it. It's like 99% of the people Donald Trump has endorsed, they still think that MAGA's behind them. No, we're not. We're behind Trump. We only tolerate your bullshit because he believes that you will vote with him. That's it. There's not another one that I have that kind of loyalty to. It's Trump and then a bunch of fucking uh, fair weather cunts that are like riding his coattails. And I think it's weird because nobody realizes it. It's like, they the only other, actually, I will take that back. There's one other person, she's not even a politician right now, who's actually earned, earned my respect and loyalty because of the way she presents herself, and that's Carrie Lake. But that's it. It's Trump as a politician, and it's Carrie Lake as an individual that I'm like, yep, I'm, I'm riding with her. I really like her a lot. Good-centered energy. I like it. Patriotic. Everybody else, though, is completely and totally disposable. All of these congressmen and shit that are like, ah, the, the crowd's behind me. It's like, no, they're not. They're behind Trump. And the only fucking reason you're gonna keep getting reelected is because he vouches for you. If he ever changes his opinion, you're gone. Every fucking one of them, not one of these people, do I feel any way in, in any way, shape or form Am I trusting of them or do I feel confident they would do the right thing if Donald Trump wasn't running for office? As a matter of fact, I have a feeling that 99% of these fucking douchebags currently running or operating in Congress and the Senate, if Donald Trump wasn't running, they'd be doing the exact same shit they always were doing to fuck our country over. I don't have faith in any fucking one of them to do the right thing when no one's looking. Not one. And they all are shocked when MAGA turns. This is one of the things that like the political elites and their operatives don't understand about why we're fucking destroying DeSantis. You misled the public. You deceived the public. You took money off of Trump supporters and are utilizing that money and attempting to utilize that money to beat Donald Trump. You're running against him knowing, knowing that had they known you were going to run for president. They A, would have never fucking donated to you. And B, they sure as fuck wouldn't have voted to reelect you in 2022. But yet the DeSantards don't understand it. They don't understand the passion and the hatred for these fucking people. I think that they really thought that this was going to be like other elections. It's not. These are our fucking rules now. We're setting the terms. We're hijacking your party. We're hijacking your fucking voters. We're hijacking your money. And we're not going to give any of it back. I have no fucking intention of ever rolling over and dying for the establishment GOP. They can all suck my dick and lick my balls. Not one chance. I'm, you're stuck with us as far as, as long as we are allowed to be on social media. And as long as we are allowed to continue to dig up your ass about all the shit you've been hiding from people, we will continue to do so. And you've only got one chance 
to stay the fuck out of my crosshairs. And that one chance is you better back Donald Trump and his fucking agenda to the very bitter end. That's it. Anything short of that, you're fucking next. We'll just put you right in the crosshairs. We'll go, okay, next on the agenda. That's all it is for us. And I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. And in the game used to be the candidate better be tough because the public's going to target you. Well, now the game is if you support shitty candidates, we'll fucking ruin your life too. I don't give a fuck if you're a secretary. I don't give a fuck if you're a senior level person. I don't care if you're a fucking volunteer. If you are backing establishment rhinos who aim to destroy America, we're going to fucking destroy you. You become a target automatically. And that's why DeSantis' entire campaign and all of his surrogates, anybody I find out the fucking name of, we have been doing a deep dive on. None of you are going to be fucking safe. You chose to join in a fucking war and you may or may not have realized it. You took money to work for a piece of shit who's trying to undermine the American public. Thus, you have made yourself part of the fucking battle. So this is no longer about who's the candidate, their families, blah, blah, blah. It's about who the fuck is backing these people. You give money to pieces of shit, you're in the fucking radar. You work for the pieces of shit, you're on the radar. No more excuses, no more, I just needed a job. I'm just doing my job. Yeah, fuck you. And they don't like it. But I don't give a fuck. And there's nothing you can do to stop us do from doing this at all. I don't know what to tell you. This is the new fucking game. You tried to cancel me and dox my whole fucking life. This started with Cardildo attempting to dox me and my family. He actually did. He posted my home address on the internet along with my other private information. Team DeSantis wants the virtue signal now because I've chosen to go even deeper into the ass of their entire candidate and all of their staff. You put my home address on the fucking street on the internet, motherfucker. You didn't think that I wasn't going to take an opportunity to do a victory lap and drag my nuts across your forehead when I found out that Aaron Prine allegedly is having an affair with a DeSantis fucking staffer and it ended her marriage? You thought that I would just let that go? Oh, she's not, she's not technically the candidate. Don't talk about it. Fuck you. Fuck her. Sorry. Don't know what to tell you. And we won't stop. I'm not going to stop. And it doesn't end when DeSantis drops out either. You ever pop your fucking heads up again in public with a crossword to say about me, Trump, or MAGA? We'll bury you then too. We'll come back around and kick you in the fucking head. I don't mind doing it. The meme team, can, we do this for fun. This is literally our hobby. So all of these professionals that want to tell you how to act, tell you what to say, want to tell you what's acceptable, what's an acceptable way to win back your country, fuck you. We'll do this however the fuck we please, and there's not shit you can do about it. That's the bottom line, because Brendan Dilly said so. They're always stunned when they see the fire. They're like, wait a minute. This guy's, <laughs> I thought I was tuning into Hannity. No, bitch, you, you tune into the wrong show. You're on the wrong show. This isn't, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, and I'm not down for the cause of the GOP and the RNC. Give me a fucking break, and I can't be bought. Sorry, I have to tell you guys, my audience gets it. Well, let's start. Aaron Prine, unfortunately, very upset as I discussed her personal life and the idea that she may in fact be on the outs after an alleged, an alleged affair with a staffer. Now, 
she chose to block me, which doesn't matter to me because I don't go to her page to read anything. Everything I need to know about her is uh, essentially on the fucking, the back pages. Everyone's talking about it. And uh, the one thing I did notice, though, before she blocked me, um, I really appreciate when a woman who is in mourning for her career and her relationship uh, wears it on her fucking face. Nice. I love your new profile, Aaron. Looking good, babe. You're going to have to get a bigger cry closet, bitch. Looking great. I appreciate the giant cover my absolutely puffy cry eyes sunglasses looking good you definitely you're looking healthy this is exactly this is the face of the entire DeSantis campaign right now she didn't like it she did not like being mentioned in in all the thing all the oh why are they talking about me now well you made yourself you made yourself a target when you backstabbed Trump and then you ran your stupid yap on social media you could have shut the fuck up months ago you chose not to babe you kept running it, and now, and now, there's a story that's out from Friday night in Iowa. Oh, no, Aaron. What did you do Friday night in Iowa at a bar? Well, when your fucking campaign's going down in flames along with your career, allegedly along with your marriage, well, what you do, you do what any other whore does. You run on out to the bar, get shit-faced drunk with the guy who's got all the money, and uh, we'll talk about him in a minute, but... You run out, you get fucking shit-faced drunk with Jeff Rowe, and uh, you start a fight with a bunch of younger staffers for Team Trump. Yeah, good look, babe. Totally good look. That's right. Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters, uh, DeSantis Super PAC officials, rather, spar at Des Moines Dive. That's right. It was a little bar. And then you know Dilly's got all the fucking tea. Oh, no. Who wants the real tea about what happened Friday night before the Iowa fair? Team DeSantis adulterist alleged Aaron Perrine and never bend down super douche Jeff Rowe were hammered drunk and got into an altercation at a bar with Trump supporters. Degenerates. This is the money and the staff of Team DeSantis getting shitty drunk and then trying to fight with younger staffers on Team Trump. An absolute embarrassment. What exactly did they take exception with? The hat that these guys were wearing. Why did they have a problem with the hats? The hat said back-to-back champs, back-to-back uh, -back Iowa champs 2016 and 2020. They were pissed because it said back-to-back -back Iowa champs 2016 and 2020 for Team Trump. And she took exception with that, had a fucking complete meltdown. But... This begs the question. There was an alleged affair at Team DeSantis with Aaron Perrine, allegedly, and a staffer. But my question is, why was Aaron Perrine out getting shit-faced drunk with the married, very married, and uh, very much the highbrow, holier-than-thou, Christian conservative Jeff Rowe? Why was Jeff Rowe, a married man and father of like four, out getting shit-faced drunk with a staffer who is on the outs with her husband, allegedly, is anyone's guess. Is this, is this the man? Was, is there a connection there? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that there is songs being made about this because it was so salacious. 
about who they want to elect, who is going to be the strongest. They look at Governor DeSantis and they see a strong leader, not only for parents, but for families and for children. And he has an incredible ally and asset at his side with the first lady. First one there was Miguel Florian Lauren Eve, followed by a brandy with a B. Ouch. Ding, 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 ding. I hope that's not the case. Jeffro, I hope to God you are not dumb enough to be banging Aaron Perrine and I find out. I hope that's not the case, pal. We will haunt your fucking ass. You don't have enough money, bud. However rich you think you are, you're not that rich. Yeeks. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, well done, everybody. All right. So that's how, that is how the weekend started for Team DeSantis. Now, you're probably wondering, why was Aaron Perrine and Jeff Rowe getting shit-faced on a Friday night? Set all the personal stuff aside. What could have happened on Friday that would have compelled them to want to drink heavily. DeSantis was out meeting people. It went great. Oh no. Oh no, oh, oh no, Rod. Rod, no, did, did he just? Rod, don't do it. Please, Rod, just shake his hand and move on. Rod, don't fucking do the thing you're about to do, man. Please, 
Leave this gentleman alone, Rod. Don't do it, Rod. No, don't go boogers. Not boogers to hat. Boom, boogers to hat. Booger to fucking hat all day long. Oh no. Oh God, the meme team aren't the only ones who saw it. California's not the only one who saw it. Dilly's not the only one who saw it. America's not the only one who saw it. This lovely woman saw this happen in real time. No, baby, please. Oh, oh God, her, she's gonna let you know. Here it comes. Oh, hey, little kids, you're so cute. This is a great time. What great children. I'm enjoying myself. Big smiles, holy shit. Politicians and their kids. Special. Oh, here comes Rod DeSantis. He's gonna meet my husband. Yeah, let's meet my husband. Oh, is, are you excited to meet him? Boogers? Hat? Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, oh, gross. That is so gross. That is so goddamn gross. I'm disgusted right now. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Don't shake his hand. Oh. Grandma caught your ass, bro. Grandma was fucking straight up stink eye in that fucking hand. Grandma was stink eye in his hand, like, oh my god, I have to fucking go home with this guy later, and you just you just booger wiped his hat and now his hands. Grandma caught him. Look at her, dude. She's fucking she's mortified. Oh no, Rod. This is such a such a gross. This is so unsettling. Dude, just someone put super glue in his pockets and like make him put his hands in there. He needs to wear casts. He needs to tell everybody he broke both of his hands. Grandma saw that shit coming. She was like, yeah, oh no. Please don't do that with the boogers. And he did it anyway because he's a scumbag. And uh, when you're a scumbag, that's what you do. That's what you do. Hey, that's a nice hat. Here, have some snot. <laughs> oh, dude. This guy might set the record for most supporters wiped with boogers in the history of an election cycle. His retail politics skills are some of the worst I've ever seen. He would have a better chance of getting elected if he had Tourette's and he walked around calling everybody cunts randomly, a, a Tourette's fucking stricken DeSantis would have a better shot at winning than whatever the fuck that is, okay? Whatever that is has no shot. It's unlikable, it's unrelatable, and it's gross. And no one wants anything to do with it. Just fucking bam, here's some snot for you. Here you go. Hey, you want some boogers? Have you ever thought about having a booger on your face from a fucking presidential candidate hey you ever, have you ever had a governor wipe a booger on your hat <laughs> now you have there you go here's a booger this is what we all have to deal with now this is it you're just like hey don't shake my hand don't touch my face don't touch my hat don't get get the fuck away from me get away from me rod i don't want your boogers nobody wants your boogers this is how the iowa state fair was beginning this isn't how it ended. This is how it was beginning. This is like before 
we even get to the big day with speeches and shit. This is just DeSantis fucking everything up and being weird the night before, which is super unsettling, okay? Super, super unsettling. Meanwhile, probably the second best retail politics uh, person in America right now behind Donald Trump is this woman. She is crushing retail politics in Iowa. I maintain my belief that she is going to be our next vice president of the United States. She has been in Iowa since last week. She'll be in Iowa this week. She is stumping for Donald J. Trump. That's right, the incredible Carrie Lake. Which one of you is from the New York Times? You know there's only two genders, right? There's only two genders and they know that in Iowa. I challenge the New York Times reporter and the Washington Post reporter to try to milk a cow and then try to milk a bull and see how that goes. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above and a thing Which one of you is from the New York Times? <laughs> Carrie Lake. You know there's only two genders. With the fucking absolute kill shot. Imagine being so talented you can dismantle uh, Democrats and leftists while simultaneously milking a cow. <laughs> Shout out to Mo and his balls. Also very fun fact, Carrie Lake uh, loves the Dilly Meme team. So much so that she shared that tweet and uh, was very gracious about the whole thing. What a cool lady, right? There you go. She says, thank you, hashtag Dilly Meme Team. I'm honored. And she shared Mo and his balls, um, the meme he made for her. Classy lady. Understands the culture, understands the dynamic, understands where... Where your bread can be buttered. She's like, hey, wait a minute. Those people are pretty cool. They're pretty funny. And they do a hell of a job immortalizing moments. Hi, we're the historians of uh, society. Anyway, very proud of her. And that was a hell of a job. It was a hell of a one-liner too. Just killed it. She's like, there's only two genders. They're like, uh, <laughs> what? We're, we're filming cows. No, no, no. There's two genders. And if you don't believe me, go, go milk a bull. Everybody's just like, oh, dude. Do you know how savage you have to be to somehow find a way to maintain your class and dignity while telling somebody to go jerk off a bull? Like, I, can we all just take a moment to appreciate the skill involved with politely suggesting that somebody go jack off a bull? Because that's not an easy, like, to do that where you're like, <laughs> what? Did you just tell me? You're like, yeah, I just told you to do the thing. I told you to go jerk off a bull with a smile on my face while milking a cow and being polite. You know what? If you don't believe there's two genders, you can, uh, why don't you go, one of you, you and the Washington Post lady, uh-huh. Yeah, why don't you both, one of you takes a cow and then the other go milk a bull and you tell me how it goes. <laughs> They're just like, oh, okay, that just happened. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's a kill shot. Hey, why is there a hiccup, a hiccup in my machine? There's a hiccup in my machine going on today. I don't know what it is. You see that? It was the second one. I was like, the fuck? Happened in Miguelifornia's meme earlier. Hmm. Weird. 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 So weird. Not as weird as what we're talking about right now, which is Team DeSantis essentially ending this guy's entire career 
at a fair, which is kind of funny. This thing, we started, as I mentioned, with Friday night. The drunk bar throwdown. Then you woke up Saturday morning and you thought, okay, it can't be worse than Team DeSantis having to deal with their candidate smearing boogers on someone's head the night before. The staff and their primary campaign guy getting it almost coming to blows while drunkenly arguing with young Trump staffers. You're like, there's no way it could get worse. But then you woke up and you were like stretching if you're on Team Meatball and you looked up in the sky and realized it was going to be a long fucking day. Now, we don't know who made this. We don't know who paid for this. We don't know who flew this. But we've got some suspicions, especially since that Ron exclamation point with the 2024 is a Machiavelli memes, a.k.a. Team Dilly, Team uh, Dilly meme team uh, creation. Now, I think I have a pretty good idea of who did this and who paid for it and where it came from. <laughs> but this was flown over the Iowa State Fair starting at the crack of fucking dawn and continued until sun went down. Whoopsie! This was the first sign it was going to be a long fucking day, okay? A long day. Numbers also were coming out that people didn't want to cope with, and this is just the cold, hard reality of what Team DeSantard are doing. DeSantis has been campaigning for nearly three months and has supposedly... 10,000 pledged caucus votes. There are five more months until the Iowa caucus. So let's say another 17,000 pledged votes over the next five months for 27,000 total votes. That number would have put DeSantis in a distant fourth place during the 2016 Iowa caucus. Even if you say 20,000 more pledged votes between now and January, he's still fourth in 2016. He's getting absolutely demolished. Demolished. And now for some clips, because we've got to talk about something. There was a clip that went viral. It was this short 12-second clip, and it went viral for, for a good reason. Okay, so DeSantis is leaving a building and all of the Iowans are chanting, we want Trump. Solid video, good video. Super embarrassing if you're on Team Meatball. Well, there was another video that went mega viral to the tune of 1.7 million views. And it was made by our good friend, Miguelifornia. And well, Team Meatball, had a problem with this clip, but by the time they had a problem with it and realized what was upsetting them about it, it was too late. Ladies and gentlemen of the Iowa State Fair, let's welcome Governor Kim Reynolds and Governor Ron DeSantis. Down the street today, 
They're hanging in there with us. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here as we have the opportunity. Well, first of all, welcome back to the State Fair. Ron, it's great to have you here, so welcome back. No, it's great to be here. We're really <laughs> excited to see everybody. We appreciate uh, how nice everybody is. Um, great to be in the Midwest. I tell people, normally when I want to do Midwestern nice, I just go to, go to Fort Myers in January, and I have half the Midwest there. Uh, but we love everybody that comes down to Florida, but particularly Southwest Florida from Iowa and other parts. Thank you. Well, listen, good friend, former colleague, governor uh, from Florida, and uh, so I appreciate that and appreciate the friendly competition. So Ron's uh, out there uh, doing the 99-county tour. Uh, I think you may be ahead of me. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're in Iowa, and in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do, but we're all gonna have an opportunity to hear from each and every candidate. That's what we've been doing. So, okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? We're in Iowa, and in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop, we'll stop until you do, but we're all gonna have an opportunity to hear from each and every candidate. That's what we've been doing. So, okay. Okay. So, this video is up to 1.8 million views. People are very upset because despite the fact that the video ends with Dilly Meme Team on it and that its creator has Dilly Meme Team on his profile, it was shared and nobody seemed to realize that it had been slightly modified. Now, <laughs> and the reason they didn't realize it was slightly modified is that everyone believed that DeSantis was getting harassed by Trump supporters because nobody likes DeSantis. This video was up for a full 24 hours before anybody bothered to fact check it. And it went mega viral. And it inspired a whole bunch of articles written by mainstream media on Sunday morning. So, what's the truth? The truth is, California makes memes. And people got pissed at him because they didn't realize that they had been sharing and responding to and promoting a meme. So, Mike did the only thing that you do when you're a memer and you want to make things right with the public and make it more clear. He re-released the video with what he believed was the real audio. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? We're in Iowa. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. Hey, you know what? We're in Iowa. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do. We're all going to have an opportunity to hear from each and every candidate. That's what we've been doing. All right. You know what? Mike 
I think that was still doctored. And you know what? The public doesn't appreciate being misled. Okay? I believe that that wasn't the real audio. I think you added babies crying. I think you did this out of jealousy. Because you knew that Governor Ron DeSantis and Governor Reynolds had went up there and begun singing beautifully. And you couldn't handle the competition. That's what I think it was about. She sucks dick sometimes. Wait a minute. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick sometimes. She sucks dick Oh, was that not what happened, honey? Is that one fake, too? Was that a fake one, too? I can't tell, babe. I can't even tell anymore. I think it was real. I don't believe you. I think it was a real video. I think you're a hater, and it's a real video. It's all good. She sucks dicks Maybe that was what actually happened. I don't know. Oh, they don't like doctored videos. We don't like that. Meh, meh, meh. Mainstream media has been editing footage, selective editing footage for fucking 60 years to psyop you. And now the American public, specifically the Dilly meme team, can do it better than they can. And you don't like that we use it so we win. Oh, Dilly, that's dishonest. That's not right. You're not right. You made it look a certain way, and it helped Trump. Yeah, fuck you, pussies. You don't have the strength to do what's necessary to take your country back. If you have a problem with any of that, you don't have what it takes to get your country back. Just get the fuck out of my way. Get the fuck out of my team's way. I don't like it. You guys are mean. There isn't anything I won't fucking do to save your country, okay? Just so everybody's on the same page here, this ain't some shit where I'm trying to follow a, oh, what were the rules? I'm sorry. Oh my God, did I break one? Oh, heavens to bats me, I'm so sorry. Suck a dick. Oh no, it, it reinforced that DeSantis sucks fucking ass. Oh my God, horrible, how dare we? Fucking pussies. You wouldn't have lasted five fucking minutes in 1776. Honestly. Literally, if you're a man or a woman that has a problem with what we're doing right now, <laughs> I don't like it. When shit gets super real, you can fucking wash my clothes, okay? You can wash my fucking clothes and make my meals, all right? That's going to be your job in the fucking near future because you don't have any other job that's actually useful. You just stay back, you wash the fucking clothes, you cook my motherfucking meals, and me and the other men and the other patriots will go fight. But you stay the fuck home, and you can fucking wash my shit, okay? Good talk. Anyway, things got even weirder for DeSantis once he finally hit the streets. It didn't go well at all. Uh, he got out, he was among the public, the public didn't notice because the public doesn't know who the fuck he is, and without the governor walking around with him, he was mostly 
unassuming and unnoticed, except for this clip. the man rick you're the man rick oh you're the man rick good job hey rick good job you're doing super well buddy doing really good rick good job oh now i'm gonna assume that was a dilly 300 member because we had this exact conversation last week and i told all of you stay respectful just call him the wrong name and try to film yourself doing it. And that guy fucking did it perfectly. That's exactly the level of trolling you need. You don't have to do anything salacious. As a matter of fact, the more unhinged you get and yell at politicians, it doesn't make them look bad. The best and most effective trolling is like, hey, what's up, Rick? And you're sincere as fuck. That guy nailed it. You're the man, Rick. Daps him up. Dude's like, fucking motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh, he was seething pissed. Who wouldn't be seething pissed? Just called you the wrong fucking name and filmed it. And you don't have the social skills to, con you know, correct him because you're embarrassed. You're just like, oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, no problem, Rick. Love you, dude. You're doing big things out here, Rick. You're the man, Rick. Good job, buddy. Good job. Hey, good job. And you dapped him so you couldn't get his boogies on your hands. Solid move. Right? Solid move. That's a great move. You dapped him up. Didn't even get boogies on your fingers while you're trolling. I appreciate it. It went horrendous for DeSantis. Even once Donald Trump got there, Team Meatball vacated as quickly as possible, but not quick enough because Donald Trump, well, he may have seen a lot of Team Meatball while he was visiting the uh, the Animal Learning Center. It was pretty cool. And you say this one has a God complex? Really, that's amazing. I mean, that's weird. I've never seen anything like it, and yet none of the other cows like him. Is that right? What a shame, what a shame. Steve Deese was in attendance. Donald Trump visited him. So that was nice. See, Trump doesn't hold grudges. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's Steve Deese. It's fine. I'll go visit him in his pen. Thank you, Ramble Rants. That was excellent. That was a beautiful clip. Our president is so likable. <laughs> All right, we got more chance. Now, these are real, just so we're clear. Those are not edited videos. Those are real chants for we want Trump. We love Trump. Okay? Those are real. It's not a meme. Those are all real. Just like this was real. This is a real moment from Donald J. Trump. We have to cherish that honor, believe me. You've been my friend. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is how you do retail politics. You go and you meet people and you actually love them and you actually shake their hands and you're actually friendly with them. This is beautiful. This is peak Donald Trump. This is peak Donald Trump. Hey, hand him a pork chop. You gotta love it. A pork chop from the president. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. By the way, fun fact, uh, historically, traditionally, politicians who attend 
the Iowa State Fair, historically eat a corn dog. None would do it this year. Why wouldn't a single politician allow themselves to be filmed or photographed eating a corn dog? I can't imagine what they're afraid of. I don't know what possibly, possibly could have happened to make them so scared to eat a corn dog in public. I don't, we don't know. I don't know. Why wouldn't you eat the corn dog? I don't know. Why won't you do it? Don't, hey, we're just nerds at home on the internet who have no impact in elections. It surely couldn't have anything to do with us. Not one. Nobody wants to eat the corn dog in front of us. Hmm? Hmm? You didn't want to eat it? I bet Casey would have ate the corn dog. A big one. Big, thick, long, meaty one. I bet Casey would have ate the fuck out of the corn dog. Just saying. I'm just saying. She looked like she was craving one. Erin Perrine looks like she's absolutely desperate for a corn dog. Hmm? We already know how Jebba feels. She likes to two-fist her corn dogs. Same time. Exactly the same way that John Cardildo does it. Nobody wanted to eat the corn dog in front of us? Why? What happened? I don't know. What'd you guys do? Why'd you make them not want to eat corn dogs no more? What happened? I can't imagine what happened. You guys are just such jerks. You're just such jerks. Now there is an organization that uh, DeSantis... He hasn't disavowed yet, which is a little shocking. And I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this. So we already have the fucking swingers for DeSantis. That's essentially who's funding a lot of his organization. Swingers, strippers. We've got alcoholics. We've got... Oh, the uh, the cheating, uh, the fucking philandering, right? Okay, fine. So you got a lot of... These are a lot of... These aren't necessarily fringe groups. I mean, maybe the swingers crew is, but whatever. But they did finally get an endorsement from a very, very fringe group. And I haven't figured out why Team Meatball hasn't more uh, been a little bit more aggressive with disavowing this organization. And it is fucking weird, okay? And now a special presentation from Furries for DeSantis. We're going to teach you all the steps from A to C. My tail hole. Yiffing is a crust building exercise. Yiffing is when two daddy furries love each other very much and then they go out and find a son who will be their third. It's what important to yiff safely. You wouldn't go skydiving without a bungee cord, would you? Yiffing is gluten-free. hungry. Mm, that you can get into these glutes. This message is brought to you by Furries for DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is the daddy we want to yiff all the way into the White House. creepy Trevor <laughs> just so you know this was magical Trevor made that that was really bad that was just, it's not good it's not a good one man it's not good why'd you make that <laughs> that was gross they were yipping man that's not cool that's not yipping all right we're gonna switch to something fucking wholesome Jesus <laughs> Trevor 
You can see a lot better up here too. That's a nice crowd for President Donnie J. Trump, wouldn't you say? I would say. So would Matty Gates. Fun fact, Matt Gates, according to people on the ground, uh, was offering the hamburgers he was barbecuing in a few different ways. You could get it, uh, you could get it essentially, uh, uh, what would he say? It was uh, rare, I believe it was, he said rare, medium rare, medium, done, well done, or if you really want it overcooked to shit, you could order it Ron DeSantis done. So Ron DeSantis done was the most cooked you could be as a burger if uh, Matt Gates was barbecuing for you. So yeah, if you guys like them charcoaled black like a fucking hockey puck, you just let Matty Gates know that you want it fucking Ron DeSantis done. So yeah, it's, it's a nice. It's a That was a classy, classy move by Matt Gates. President Trump was on fire. I mean, look at this. Oh my God. Beautiful. It's absolutely fucking beautiful. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis coming in hot. Ding 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 Ah, yeah, I killed me. Never mind, that was Steve D stealing the show. I don't even think I have the Ron DeSantis clip of him doing bumper cars because I wasn't I just fucking grabbed everything. I grabbed all of it. I forgot to grab it. He was on bumper cars. It was hysterical. Shut down the entire ride so nobody else could ride it because he's a jerk. Oh, my God. I love that one. Thank you, Brandy. Donnie J. What a stud. Thank you, man. Thank you what so a much. What a stud. Oh, record. That's not bad. That's not bad. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. you, everybody. Thank you very much. What did you just say to the president? So, uh, President Trump had pork producers in the Oval Office more than any other president. He was very supportive of, of farmers uh, that, that produce the food that we need in America. It's such a crucial time right now in America. This country is uh, facing the food shortage and China coming over. You've been a big supporter of the farmers here in Iowa. I've always been, and we have the cap, so we uh, say make the farmers great again. We actually changed our little friend, make the farmers great. And I've been for ethanol where others haven't. And uh, we're with the with you guys, with the pork, because I like it. We, we, we all like it. We like the job you do, too. You're great. Thank you, man. So this is the biggest crowd they've ever had, and I'm honored by it. I heard they set a record, which was announced actually a long time ago. And I'm very honored by it. And they say there's one reason for it. And uh, you know what the real reason is? They want to see our country be great again. It's not for me. It's for they want to see our country be great again. 
because this country is going down the tubes. It's going to hell. And we don't want to, we're not going to stand for it, right? Yes, sir. Huh? That's right, sir. Thank you. Where is the pool camera? I think it's great. I think it's uh, a real honor to be here. All right, let me just move this gentleman a little bit. It's a real honor to be here. We have a record that was set. The record is the largest crowd they've ever had, and I can see that because you can't get any more people here. But I just, uh, I'm very honored by it. It's a tremendous thing to watch this and to see this. Now, we do have a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in Iowa, but this is a record crowd. They've never had anything even close, so I'm very happy by it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Thank you very much. You know what? They should, they should really try and get this country back together. What they've done to this country by weaponization, by the things that they're doing that are so illegal and so wrong, they should try and get our country back together. They are destroying our country. And the media, unfortunately, the Donnie J. Trump crushing it. You know what, though? You know what, though? President Trump was working hard. He's working hard. He's answering questions. He's being a beacon of hope for so many. But you know what? Rick DeSantis was working his ass off, too. He wasn't the only one. He wasn't just sitting around doing nothing. Rick DeSantis was at Iowa State Fair fucking working. Number one, shout out to the guy that yells, I'm just here for the eggs. Shout out number two, for everybody walking past him who doesn't say a goddamn word to him. There is no thank you, Governor DeSantis, we love you. They just simply take their eggs on this assembly line and walk the fuck on. That's number one. The people attending who just refuse to acknowledge this guy's existence. Number two, why do they keep taking arguably one of the most unhygienic politicians we've had in decades and keep letting him handle other people's food? Why? 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 President Trump handed somebody a badass pork chop on a stick. DeSantis is literally skewering eggs so people can grab the egg. I mean, are you shitting me? Who keeps letting, what's next? You guys going to put him on the dunk booth where people can throw the fucking baseball and let him drop in the water? I mean, this is like, this is horrendous. The, the optics of this are absolutely god awful. They were so bad that I asked Lauren even to fix them. Now I'm inspired. Now I'm fucking inspired. You know what? It made me feel different hearing it with the Laverne and Shirley intro. Thank you, Lauren. That was a dilly uh, dream that she made my meme dream come true. Just like Soul does. Wasn't that nice? See, you feel different about it when he puts a hairnet on and you play Laverne and Shirley. All of a sudden, 
all of a sudden, he's not such a kind. He's kind of likable. Hmm? All of a sudden, you're like, you know, sweet boy. Fucking meatball. It's been, it's been a rough go for this guy. Trump shaking hands, kissing babies, being swarmed by love and support, and Meatball is handing out eggs to people who don't know who he is and calling him Rick. You man, Rick! <laughs> Fucking idiot. He's like, oh, I don't have the social acumen to know how to deal with this situation. Now, I didn't mention it earlier, and I'm a little bit grossed out. Why... Does Casey DeSantis insist on walking into all of these social settings with a kid on her hip? Am I the only one that's completely grossed out by her walking out with a child on her hip like, hey, everybody couldn't get a sitter. What are you doing? The fuck kind of mother would do that? You're like, hey, hey, let's go uh, fucking traipse around with our three-year-old in front of thousands of strangers at a hotly contested political event. She just never has a babysitter. Nobody. She's like, look at me, carry this child. What's awkward is that kid's kind of big. I bet this bitch would do this if he was 13. She'd still be like, come on. He'd be like, okay, mom. It is so awkward. It's like, it's so obvious. Like, you're not doing that because you're nursing and it's a baby. It's a fucking toddler. He can literally wipe his own ass if he, you know, wasn't DeSantis's kid and knew how. It's awkward. It's terrible. You shouldn't be putting your kids out there in front of the public that way over and over again. <laughs> he's getting heavy. Yeah, he's fucking 60 pounds. That's a third grader. Set him the fuck down. What are you doing? Well, I'm just bobbing. Just trying to be a mom. Really? I'm pretty sure you're just trying to use that kid like a prop, and it's weird. It's a prop. And we have to all watch it and pretend it's normal. Oh, yeah, it's totally normal. Don't say anything about Casey or you're rude. You know what? I'm not going to say anything about Casey because I don't have to. But let's check in on how the media is portraying Rod DeSantis's trip to Iowa. How'd that fare go? Dennis has dumped his campaign manager, subbing another Florida aide who had been his chief of staff, and that gave the press another chance to denigrate Donald Trump's second place challenger. The problem is that DeSantis came out of the blocks with the wrong theory about the GOP electorate. He thought he, he, he basically came out with a theory that he was going to run to be the Ted Cruz of 2024. You're launching a new dog food and you had the best veterinarians and nutritionists and and farmers and butchers and marketers and 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 advertising people and you pour it in the bowl and the dog just don't eat it ron DeSantis has a dog food problem and it's not going to get better by firing a campaign manager something is not working uh if you look at the real clear politics average of national polls DeSantis's support today is half of what it was in january Gianno, to me, the classic example of the media negativity toward Ron DeSantis, he's there with his family in the Iowa State Fair yesterday, and, uh, or on Friday, and the Washington Post lead is, he got interrupted when a plane flew over saying, be likable, Ron. Others played up hecklers, as opposed to focusing on his actual message. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, you know, he was at 31% in March, according to yeah. World Clear Politics Average, and then by June, he's at 50%, not 50, but 15. Yes. 
This is a terrible set of circumstances for any candidate, especially someone who so many people, include myself, had such high hopes for. Mm -hmm. What I begin to realize that breaking news, unless Donald Trump actually goes to jail or something happens to him health-wise, and even though we're so many months out, it looks like he's going to be the Republican nominee. Yeah, no and as a result, Don DeSantis is going to be coming out of this damaged. Yeah. Not with more people knowing his name and saying, you know what, I like Trump more and I would, you know, vote for him in case. Right, right, right. But he's coming out very damaged. This is really weird. He's had three staff shakeups, which I think for him is unfortunate in terms of how it's overshadowed his campaign. Mm -hmm. And then there's all, he's had a hard launch with his, his attempt to do it in Twitter spaces, which didn't go particularly well. Yeah, and he's made some mistakes, no question. And, but but yes, it's, yeah. it's also, you're seeing the, the, the campaign is not translating into the polls. What his message that he is Trump without the chaos, uh, the voters at the moment don't seem to be biting. biting. Yeah. You know, it's becoming a slippery slope with Ron DeSantis, and Trump is looking better and better every day to a lot of folks um, across the country, I think, especially conservatives, but even some independents as well. And Trump is looking better and better every day to a lot of folks um, across the country, I think, especially conservatives, but even some independents as well. That's not good. Analysis, Trump heading for Republican coronation as 2024 rivals struggle to stop him. Well, that's true. That's true. New National GOP 2024 poll shows Ron DeSantis in third place, supplanted by Ramashwama Ding Dong. Uh-oh. Oh, you're in there Please like clap. swimwear, Rod. Doing great, buddy. Doing great. Totally not sucking ass at all. So what? It's third place. So what? Second is just first loser. Good for you, pal. Way to get on the podium, but not have a lot of attention. Well done. Oh, no. Not. Oh. DeSantis, Super PAC chair. MAGA are degenerates. I wouldn't piss on Trump if he was on fire. Uh, these were comments made by the little fellow there in the front and center to write. Um, I mean, I don't know how short you have to be to be this much shorter than Rod DeSantis, but I'm guessing about 5'1", maybe 5'2". Um, so, yeah, they, uh, the, the super classy organization. This guy, by the way, locked his Twitter account down after his comments were made public because he was panicking. I, I'm sure it's very scary to have so many uh, tall adults screaming at you on the internet. And you're just a little guy. I'm just a little guy. I don't want to smoke. I'm a little guy. Okay, that's fine, fella. That's fine. Sarah Longwell, a Republican political strategist, said on Sunday that support for 2024 presidential candidate Rod DeSantis is dwindling in such a way the conservative focus groups are no longer even mentioning the Florida governor's name. <laughs> Which one? Rick? Rod? Rob? <laughs> Which name are they not mentioning lately? Which name have they chosen to ignore? There are several. Oh, no. Damn it. Rod, you're down to 12% from June. That's a drop of 7% just since June. Rod, you're going to be in single digits soon. Ramaswamy is catching you. Oh, man. This is a fucking travesty. It's definitely not something we intended to do and are super proud of. Because look at this. Rod, you were at 26% on June 11th. 
and now this is on the betting odds. You're down to 10.2. No, 10. You got passed by Ramaswamy. You're back in third place even on betting odds. Horrible. Please clap. Absolutely fucking horrible. That's just, that's going to leave a mark. You're not doing well. You know what? Maybe it's Iowa. Let's check in on South Carolina. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Rod is in free fall here, folks. Not going well at all. And I've got real concerns, okay? Because a man, a man can only take so much. He's not a machine. A man can only take so much. And I have very real concerns for Rod DeSantis' mental health and well-being. And it's not just because we've destroyed his entire career and are also focusing on possibly destroying all of his friendships and maybe even his marriage. It's because also he's been dipping into the devil's lettuce, not marijuana. I just said that. Ozempic. And I am concerned. I believe we need to keep a 24-7 watch on Rod DeSantis because Ozempic apparently can make you highly suicidal and nobody wants to see this meatball take himself out, all right? You need to keep an eye on him because I would like him to stay around long enough for us to see him put on 150 pounds and mock him when we go and shop at Rondiments. Or even better, maybe we will like him once he opens his first Rondiments. Perhaps that's when we can then let bygones be got bygones and become friends again. When we visit our very first rondiments, that could in fact be our sort of peace offering, if you will, okay? Either way, keep an eye on him. It can be a deadly combination using uh, pharmaceutical weight loss drugs and being married to Casey DeSantis. So that's dangerous as shit as is, and you guys need to just keep an eye on the poor guy. Also... The rest of the planet seems to be waking up to a reality that's really awkward because we've been saying this for I don't know how long. Um, yeah, we're not fucking supporting anybody except for Trump. GOP strategist, jacking off motion from Dilly, says there's growing concern that if Trump is not the nominee, many of his core supporters, who are estimated to make up 25 to 35% of the party base, will take their ball and go home. Oh, au contraire, mon frere. Wouldn't you love to believe that we'll just go home and give up? Oh, I guess that's it. Sad. Oh, no, 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 no. If for any reason Donald J. Trump is illegally stopped from being on the ballot, you're going to have a whole different set of fucking problems, and it ain't going to be political. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to stay home? Oh, is that what you think? I will start fucking painting my face with mud if you keep him off of the ballot. You're going to have a whole different set of fucking problems if you try this maneuver. So you can be scared that we'll stay home, but we're not going to be at home. Not our own anyway. Probably not the smartest thing to even suggest such lunacy at this juncture. Okay, good talk. Thanks for coming. They're going to stay home and just cry. It's not fair. It's not fair. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. I guess we're doing it the other way. <laughs> oh, First Amendment failed, everybody. We're going in order. We're going in order. You guys, First Amendment failed. We're going to go in order. We're just going to hit all of them 
but the first one failed, so we're gonna just go to the next one, and eventually we'll solve the problem. We feel pretty confident this one will fix it. We got first one's not working. First one's not working. We'll just go down. We're gonna go in exactly the order that our founding fathers put them in, and we will figure this thing out. Someone somewhere is eventually gonna do the right thing. It'll be good. It's be good. <laughs> Honestly, if you want my opinion, I don't think it's. A, I think it's a non-starter. I'm doing a little trolling. Doing a little trolling out there. That that that's for you, FBI. I know you watch me. You love me. You fucking love me. Can't even help it. Can't help it. I know what can I say? I'm full of MAGA energy. We know what you've done. We know what you've been doing. We know what you're doing in Atlanta right now with Donnie J. Trump. Nobody thinks anything else. It's all right in front of us. We know what you're doing. I believe he's an illegitimate president. More than 50 House Democrats are boycotting. Most of the boycotting members come from overwhelmingly Democratic districts where they're unlikely to get much blowback. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? <laughs> a lot about blowing up the White House. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. And this just in, the 26-year-old Postal Service mail carrier has been arrested, accused of dumping mail, which included election ballots, into a dumpster. Story at 5.30 tonight. These three are accused of voting twice in the 2020 election. The supervisor of elections credits a new tool that the police are adopting to sniff out these votes. They are alleging this is one county, Wayne County, Michigan. They are saying that there was a batch of ballots where 60% the same signature. They're saying that 35 ballots uh, had no voter record, but they were counted anyway, that 50 ballots were run multiple times through a tabulation machine. Hopkins has received tremendous pressure to change his account, and he endured more than three hours of an interrogation from an agent from the post office, inspector general office, who was flown in from New York City, Gary, to basically work him over and to quote, update, unquote, his statement. My opinion then and my opinion now is that uh, the election was not stolen by fraud. And some chaotic moments today as people tried to get into the TCF center to watch the count, Hank, uh, they were denied access on the grounds of COVID-19 restrictions. So you recently said the election is what it is. You said all those theories that were put out did not prove to be true. So can we just put this to bed so you don't have to be asked about this a million more times? Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. And, and I don't think the election, and I've pointed out in that same quote, and I've said this from the very beginning, uh, when they changed the rules for COVID, I think that was wrong. I think some of those changes were unconstitutional. When they do mass mail ballots, I think that's wrong. I think ballot harvesting is wrong. I think the Zuckerbucks were wrong. I think the fact that the FBI was working with Facebook and these other uh, tech companies to censor the Hunter Biden story uh, was wrong. You did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how of can course, you? No, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 uh, election. Of course, okay. uh, Joe Biden's the president.
This is slightly awkward because somebody should have told Rod, don't do any more sit-down interviews, right? And after everything that happened in Iowa, DeSantis still didn't listen. And it didn't, it, it actually was worse, I believe, than any sit-down interview I've seen yet. This thing is still just, I mean, we haven't gotten the rest of the clips from this interview, but what we do have is fucking awful. <laughs> Shout out to C3P memes and Leah. This is very awkward. This is not, that's not what you want. So while DeSantis went on late night trying to salvage an absolutely horrendous weekend, Donnie J. Trump did what he always does. He finished doing an incredible job in Iowa with the team, climbed aboard his private jet, and he had a little fun. Maybe even had a laugh or two. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, see, it's good it's good times on Trump Force 1. That's what you do. You get on the plane, you're done, you're like, "Hey, let's let's wrap. Let's see what the meme team has made for us so far." It sounds funny, but it's true. They get on the planes and then they laugh their asses off at what we've done with all of the content. <laughs> we control the narrative. Suck our dicks. <laughs> oh, poor meatball. It's not going well at all. And we got to get into this Democrat thing. I got a few minutes before we're, we're finished here. I had one story that I just thought was kind of funny. And I saw it and I thought, this, this is just, hilarious all right ladies you're gonna be upset obviously not with the headline you're probably gonna be upset with how hard i'm gonna laugh at it <sighs> okay everybody ready because we, i we what it's it's okay it's not why why would i so what so i'm i'm trolling ladies a little huh so the little tree, the little trolling. It's not, it's just a headline. It's not, don't be mad at me or be mad. I don't really care. <laughs> Dear Abby, my financial advisor is sexist and will only speak to my husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, is that right? Oh no. So you've got a good financial advisor. It sounds like. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, aren't you adorable? She wants to know the numbers. I too would like to be included in these conversations. It's not just you, it's me. Uh-huh, okay. Okay, that's fine. Can you listen in on this conversation and iron at the same time? I love you. Oh no, oh no. That's not right. They even got her with those short ass fucking Karen haircut. Don't you love that? She's got her Karen haircut. She's like, I'd like to speak to the manager. He's like, I am the manager. I have all your money. That's not right. 
This is not Ryan. What are you saying? Oh, shit. Oh, this had me fucking rolling. Just the headline. Look at the guys in the back. They're all chopping it up. Like, dude, yeah. So what you're going to do here is you're going to put some of your fucking money over here. And then you're going to put some of the other money over here. And she's just staring out the window, eavesdropping like a weirdo. Oh, this just had me laughing. I saw this. I thought it was the funniest fucking thing I ever saw. She's just angry as shit, staring out that window into that beautifully manicured yard that he no doubt has fucking paid for. God, how dare he? I have an opinion that's valid as well. I have an opinion. No, uh, you're right. I didn't make the money, but you know what? You know what? I spend it. <laughs> oh, Dilly, don't say it. People will be mad. I know, you're adorable. God. Someone's like in the chat, like, what if your husband's a dipshit? I don't know. What does that say about you? I don't even know. I just think it's funny, okay? I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want. I just was laughing. Because the bitch had a terrible fucking haircut. Was staring out the window just like, man, I should be over there. I know investment strategies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's adorable. That's adorable. It's funny because I joke about this and everybody kind of thought it was a joke. They're like, oh, that Brendan. <laughs> He's suggesting that women eventually just get back into the home and be homemakers and be fucking smoke show beauty queens wearing dresses every day. And cooking dinner and making sure the house is in order and raising kids. Like, <laughs> is that what I suggested? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. You got a career and you're smart and accomplished and successful and lots of money. I get it. How's that working out? Do you like having responsibilities? Mm -hmm. Paying bills. So fun. Ooh, grinding. Who loves a good lunch break? Me. God forbid you wake up and do whatever you want first thing in the morning. Send the kids off to school. Have six hours to yourself to take care of yourself. My God, what a what a struggle that's got to be. Hmm? What a fucking struggle. I can't imagine what it must be like to send those kiddos off to school at 8 a.m. And then just try to fill your day till 3 o'clock. My God. The humanity. Horrible. Exact same thing as working your ass off and getting screamed at by angry customers. Same shit. Same exact shit. <laughs> Anywho, I thought it was a fun story. All right. <clears throat> I saved this for last because, frankly, it upset me. And uh, I'm going to very briefly cover it because certain stories, um, if I cover them too honestly, it will get me into trouble. And I don't want to be in trouble. So, Maui wildfires... Death toll reaches 96. Authorities say effort to count losses is just starting. I have heard rumors uh, for as many as 500 or 1,000 actually dead. Um, we don't know the real numbers. This is a horrific situation. Uh, very sad. And when Joe Biden was asked about it, he said no comment. He was on the beach all weekend, relaxing. And Maui was smoldering, the body still washing ashore. And Joe, when finally confronted about the whole thing, said no comment. No comment. 
Now, I know there's a lot of speculation into the causes. I'm not really interested in that right now because I don't think there's a lot of value today in having some conspiracy argument about what may or may not have caused the fires. And if you guys follow one thing, it's this. Let me, let me give you some instruction if you choose to follow it. Right now, you have an opportunity for a massive win, and that win is not centered around arguing about what caused the fire. As a matter of fact, arguing, debating, and conspiracy theorying over what caused the fire will not help you politically. But if you want to crush Joe Biden and the Democrats right now, you stay entirely 100% focused for the time being on the response to the fire. There is zero political points scored with any speculation about any kind of technologies that caused this. There's no, there's no value there. But if you want to actually sway the needle, you literally highlight Joe Biden and the Democrats' total and complete indifference to what is happening. All day, every day. The only thing that matters right now is when there's a disaster, Joe Biden has no comment. When people are dying and burning, Joe Biden has no comment. When people are suffering and living in squalor and or without food or water, Joe Biden, the Democrats' response to that is no comment. They are disinterested. They are completely detached and frankly are showing zero empathy about what has happened over there. That's your whole, this is it. This is your whole argument. You bring this up at uh, work today with somebody that might be a neutral independent voter, do not reference what caused the fire. Just go, God, you see Joe Biden's response over the weekend? They'll go, what are you talking about? You see his response to these poor people in Hawaii? No, I didn't. What, what was it? Oh, my God, dude. They asked him about it. He was like, no comment. He was at the beach. Are you shitting me? No, man. There's video. Dude's at the beach. They try to ask him what he's going to do about it. How can he help the state of uh, Hawaii? And he just says no comment. Oh, my God. That's gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. For To hell with Republican or Democrat. This is a, an American thing. And this guy doesn't seem to give a shit about Americans. Over and over and over and over. And over. This is all you stay on top of. You just keep hammering this. Joe doesn't give a shit. Never has. Never will. Horrendous situation in Hawaii. Obviously, everybody here uh, in the mainland, thoughts and prayers to everybody over there. It's horrendous. It's a bad situation. It's a bad situation. We'll dig into what caused it at some point. I Look, hey, believe me, I've seen the conspiracy theories. I'm not happy. When you see that the crisis response police officer in charge of Hawaii right now is the dude from the Las Vegas massacre, you definitely start to wonder. You wonder, how does a guy who at one point was a law enforcement official in Vegas when we had one of the largest, the largest mass shooting in U.S. history, allegedly done by one guy, and the guy who's in charge of crisis response is now like one of the head of police people over in, in Maui. You don't find that a little strange? Like, ah, oh man. It's like wherever you go, like bad shit seems to happen. I'd be paying attention to that fucking guy's next career move if I'm you guys. I'd be watching. I'd be like, 
You went where? And then you went where? Okay, where's your next job? Because I'm going to go ahead and make sure I am not anywhere. And we do already have arrests. Yes, there's three people that were arrested for, they believe this was an act of arson is what they're saying. So who knows? I don't know. Sad. Terrible situation. Absolutely terrible. All right. We do have other news here in the United States, uh, here on the mainland, though. And Donald Trump, boy, oh, boy, is he pissed. How dare low-life prosecutor deranged Jack Smith break into my former Twitter account without informing me and indeed trying to completely hide this atrocity from me? What could he possibly find out that is not already known, just like the early morning raid of Mar-a-Lago? Why isn't the DOJ writing crooked Joe Biden the most corrupt and incompetent president in the history of the United States? Dude, we, we all know. We all know. That, third, that next indictment's coming down, that fourth indictment, it's coming this week. One of the many things I've done as president and thereafter is to expose the massive corruption and fraud that takes place on a regular basis within the United States. Look how corrupt the Department of Injustice has turned out to be. And the FBI with FISA, Twitter files, lies to Congress, and everywhere. The laptop from hell, Facebook, the top agent in charge of the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, just being arrested. The insur insurance policy and 51 intel agent scam. I exposed it all and I will clean it up. MAGA, uh-oh, uh-oh, feels a little bit like Donnie J is starting to get some momentum, getting a little fired up there. Country star Jason Aldean is not backing down. Fuck Ford, fuck Adidas, fuck Netflix too, fuck Starbucks, Barbie, will be in the view, fuck Biden, Kamala, AOC, fuck Snuffleupagus, down on Sesame Street, can't take it no more, give me Trump 24, sleepy Joe, don't let the door, hit your ass on the way out, fuck the life, fuck CMT, yeah, fuck Target and fuck Disney, Brandy with a B, killing it. Killing it, babe. Thank you. Do you want me to make you guys really uncomfortable? <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't be uncomfortable. Ready? So uh, that was Jason Aldean, artificial intelligence, singing that. <laughs> just, just so we're all clear, that was Jason Aldean's AI singing that song. That is unsettling as fuck. Thank you, sir, for your great voice. We'll let the AI handle it from here, bud. <laughs> There's a lot of you that are going, hey, what? AI can sing? Yup. <laughs> and uh, that was Jason Aldean AI. Yikes. That was, uh... <laughs> it's just like, 
wrap your noodle around that one. Dude, what's fun is we can bring back people from the dead with the AI. Bring back a bunch of celebrities, a bunch of famous politicians, leaders. Have them give new speeches. My God, can you imagine? We might just do it next year. Who would do that? Who would bring back from the dead nostalgic characters from yesteryear to give pro-Trump 2024 MAGA speeches? I, what? Would someone do that? Would the Dilly Meme team do that? Would, would John Wayne want to come out and endorse Donald Trump? Would Tupac Shakur or Elvis Presley? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't take all of your most beloved American characters and have them all endorse Trump 2024 from beyond the grave with the most dank memes in the history of mankind. That would be crazy. I don't know. How, how would somebody fight back against such a, such a thing? I don't, how could you, can you imagine? I don't know. Ronald Reagan, the Gipper? Is Ronald Reagan going to do a campaign stump speech? And political ad for Donald Trump in 2024? He might. I don't know. He might. It could happen. It could. What if that happens? I don't know. What will we do? What will we do? I don't know. What about, what if every president we have any audio of decides to endorse Trump? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I'm done. God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilley Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.